0: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Sarah Fisher Talks Connective Parenting. It is great to be here with you again this week. And this week, I want to talk about to strategize or not to strategize. I think this is a really interesting one because we talk about strategies all the time. So often, I am asked for a strategy to resolve X behavior, or someone will say, What do I do to stop this from happening? And that's a really valid point and a really valid question. I think, though, that we need to turn it on its head. And that is what I want to talk about in this week's episode. Because my whole uh, passion, my whole uh, vision is to help you and us as parents and carers to think really broadly about how we are bringing our children up. And how we can help them to develop and grow into the amazing, unique individuals that they are. And I think sometimes that is around reflecting and thinking about how can we do this differently. So strategies is one of those things. We all talk about strategies in all different aspects of our lives. A strategy to get fitter, a strategy to... Uh, achieve a goal we want to do, whatever it is we talk about strategies. And of course, we think about them within the parenting world, within the kind of, you know, for parents and carers, what's the strategy for certain behaviours? And I think that strategies can have a really powerful role to play in helping us as parents and carers deal with situations we might find challenging. However, we also need to think about the reason we want to use a particular strategy and what it is we're trying to solve and how. We all know that behavior is a form of communication. Our child is telling us something when they are behaving in a particular way be that happy, sad, frustrated, controlling, high anxiety, any of those things they are communicating to us. And I think it is very easy to use or want a strategy to deal with a particular behaviour and think, right, I need to use that strategy every time they behave like that to stop that behaviour. Now, that's not to say that strategy won't work. However, if it is about the behaviour as opposed to the thing that it's uh, communicating, the underlying issue then you're just going to get yourself in a cycle of that behaviour constantly happening and constantly using that strategy to resolve it. What you're not doing in those situations is actually dealing with the underlying reason for the behaviour. So what is it that child is communicating to you when you do that behaviour? So for me, it's not about whether we should be using strategies or not. It's about where our um, desire to use that strategy comes from. What is it we're really trying to achieve? If we want to connect with the child and help them to meet their unmet needs and we want a strategy that helps do that as part of an overall approach, then yes, they can be really powerful. If we are looking at a strategy that is more around behaviour management, then personally, I'm not a fan. And I see those behaviours repeating themselves over and over again when we just try and use a particular strategy for a particular situation. So, strategies as tools, not bad things in themselves. It's how we use them as part of the broader context that makes them much more effective, particularly over the longer term at changing behaviors. So, to give you an example, um, one of the questions I'm often asked is, you know, how do I stop my child when they're being verbally aggressive? First things first, what is it they're communicating? and how are we responding to that communication so if they are i don't know being really aggressive and just say get me this get me that you're an effing this whatever it is be you know and they're being verbally quite aggressive to us if we can see that that is coming from a place of maybe fear anxiety worry all of those you know those different emotions then we respond to it differently And instead of maybe getting cross and saying, don't talk to me like that, it's not acceptable, I won't do what you want when you're talking to me like that, if we respond with a strategy that is, do I can see you're really struggling at the moment, how can I help? Maybe not those words, but that thought process in our minds, that is a strategy. And that is a strategy that's going to help us deepen our connection with our child, raise our presence and show them we can see emotionally, where they are and what they need. So in and of itself, a strategy is not a bad thing, but it's where is that strategy coming from? If that strategy is just to, you know, refuse to do what they've asked because they've not asked politely and kind of really push back and, you know, be very um, arguably aggressive back, then personally, I don't think that strategy is going to move you forward. And we see that with a lot of children. If the strategy is how do I create connection in this moment, in this moment, I use the strategy of showing them I can see their emotions, then we're going to be moving forward over the longer term. So that's one strategy in that situation. For me, the strategy in that moment is about regulating with them and co-regulating so that they can calm and express themselves and, you know, we can work with them. The next strategy from that is around how do we then help them move forward and understand their own emotions and connect and feel confident to express their emotions and say what it is they need and that for me in this example is the deferred conversation which is also a strategy but again it's a strategy that is dealing with the unmet need and supporting them with their emotional growth and development so it's not about a, a here and now in the moment strategy it's the longer term strategy when you put both of those strategies together, we're then thinking about the approach. The approach is about co-regulating with them, creating connection, raising presence. And we're using those individual strategies to help us to do that. I hope this is making some sense it, it, because it's taken me a while, if I'm honest, to get my head around it. It's in some ways to see that a strategy is not a bad thing, but it's about where is that strategy coming from? And if that strategy is coming from me as the parent having a real desire to grow and develop and strengthen the connection I have with my child and raise my presence, then all of the strategies that I use are coming from that thought process and will help over the longer term. If I'm in a grumpy, tired, frustrated, annoyed mood... My strategy is much more likely to be stop doing that and not coming from a place of connection, which doesn't help things over the longer term. So that's what I wanted to talk about today, because I think so often I hear people say, oh, we shouldn't be using strategies. We need to be focusing on connection and absolutely 100 percent. But I do think there is a space for the idea of strategies when they are helping us to create connection Strategies that purely are around behaviour management, I'm not a big fan of at all, because they are not working from a a trauma-informed, attachment-aware perspective. And for all children, that's what we want to do. You know, if you are neurodiverse, for example, you have autism, you are living in a neurotypical world. That can be traumatising for so many people, because the world is not designed for you and the way your brain works. You could have trauma because your parents have gone through a divorce. You could, a child could have trauma for medical needs. You know, they don't have to be adopted to experience trauma. And I think so often we underestimate the different types of trauma that can impact on a child. And we really need to be aware of that. And having a strategy that is around creating connection and having that as, for example, a school's strategy. Our strategy is around, you know, connecting with the children whilst we're in school and through that we help manage their behavior because we're supporting them with regulation that's the strategy and I I think I'm probably using the word in a different way to a lot of other people Um, and there'll be some people I'm sure listening to this going Sarah you're wrong that's not a strategy that's a how-to but for many people that's how they see a strategy so I just want to it's not about the word it's about the approach that we are taking and what is it we want to achieve So the word strategy in and of itself is not a problem. What do we want to achieve as part of doing that? And then from that, our strategies grow. Our strategies are around connection. Our strategies are around raising presence. Our strategies are around showing them that we understand where they're coming from, what they need in that moment, and that they're struggling, or that they're happy and they're enjoying life. When we come at that place, a strategy is not a bad thing. A strategy is a good thing because it helps us in the moment. And so many of us, when we are highly stressed struggling to deal with a challenging moment or just life in general having a strategy that we can employ in that moment that we go oh yeah I know my strategy right now is this is really helpful in reducing that sense of overwhelm so if you are worrying if you're thinking oh this is all too much I can't get my head around you know how to parent or what to do in the moment because I just get really stressed just think connection your strategy is connect 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 And try not to see the anger and frustration that they might be showing you as a negative thing. That's their way of communicating in the moment. But I know how hard it is when you are dealing with that not to respond. Uh, I certainly don't manage to all the time. So that is this week's. Talk. I just wanted to talk around the idea of strategies and kind of help us see that they can be different things to different people. The word can mean different things to different people. I don't think the idea of strategies is a bad thing at all, but I think it's how we interpret strategies and how we move forward with them from there. And I think that as long as we are coming from a place of wanting to connect and seeing their behaviour as a form of communication, Hopefully the strategies we use from that are beneficial and helpful rather than um, frustrating and actually not achieving what we want them to achieve. So that is all for this week's episode of Sarah Fisher Talks Connective Parenting. hope that was helpful and it's giving you just some thoughts to reflect on really and and some ideas, which is my... I don't know, what I want to do with this podcast. I want to share ideas, get us thinking, get us seeing things differently, get us learning new things. Uh, so I hope that is what has been done from this. As always, if you want any more support, there are lots of free resources on the website um, and written articles. There's some YouTube um, videos as well. And there's also, we've got courses coming up for parents and professionals. So if you are thinking actually need a bit more support, depending on... Um, the type of support you want and whether you're a parent or professional we have got courses coming up if you jump onto the website the link is in the show notes but if you go to the website uh com forward slash coming up you will see all the courses and everything we have got coming up let me know your thoughts as always I love to hear what you're thinking um from these I love it when I get feedback so thank you so much and if you know anybody who would benefit do you know share this out to them um let them kind of, I don't know, have some reflection and thinking time themselves. But that is all for this week's episode of Sarah Fisher Talks Connected Parenting. I will be back next week. Bye!